I'm Kia. And this is Spoiler Alert, the podcast for bookies. Our goal is to give you all the dirty details on your favorite or soon-to-be favorite books. So strap in or up and join us for Spoiler Alert. One, two, three into the bowl. It's Spoiler Alert and Ella Kia is at your dough. <laughs> <laughs> good evening, friend. Oh, how are you today, friend? I'm doing great. No, I can't rap for real. But I was feeling spicy today, so you know the intro is what it is. I just say stick to singing, but we we do enough of that, so I ain't even got to tell you that. Welcome to another fantastic rendition of Spoiler Alert. Yes, 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 yes. I am your resident. Shenanigans creator L and I am Kia, <laughs> another Shenanigans creator, and we're here to give you all the tea about some of your favorite books. Today's book mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> is Forever True by Casey, and I cannot wait to dive in. Let me tell you something, Casey. Casey, <sighs> now this is my first book. Casey this ain't my first first Casey Mills book, but honey, this is this is first for me, and I I think I'm locked in for a second. I uh-huh. I I've been a lover of Casey Mills, so I'm excited to get into Forever True. But of course, as always, we gotta check in first. So, how you doing, friend? I I'm energized, and how do I say it? What you going to say? For- I have a lot of emotions going on in my head, and I don't know how to uh, exactly express it, because mm. we know I'm always tired, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm not tired right now. I'm not tired right now, but you know. So, when when I have those spurts of energy or happiness, I appreciate when my characters start talking to me. Girl, can you stop showing that on Twitter? What are you talking about? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, what are you talking about? Are you talking about the little snippets that pop up in my head? Ma'am, how you write a scene in which a man finds out his wife is pregnant, but he ain't <laughs> pregnant with her? I was, re- I was reading something. And that's what popped up in my head, and I was like, that would be very, very interesting if that was the words that came out. It would be a whole ass fight. But you know, I actually have a story that I've been working on. Well, I have, I, I won't say have been working on. I uh, started, and it's similar to that. Not like that, but similar. And I was like, that would be some bullshit. <laughs> I'm not even fooling with you like with that. Nope. Not doing it. So, like, when I have characters that actually talk to me, like they did this past this past week, I've been happy. I'm sure you have. And so, cause you know, for a while they they were silent, mm-hmm. and I took the advice of some good authors. Mm-hmm. And last week I I did what I was supposed to do. I only read for what I was supposed to for us. And outside of that, I was like, oh, okay. Great. So the only other thing is I've been tired throughout the week though, because even though the girls were out, I was not. 
And so they had me doing physical labor at work. And I don't think everybody at the job knows that I don't need to be having <laughs> manual labor like that. And so I've been coming home crashing every week, every day last week. So the fact that I have energy now, speaking volumes of how my weekend was, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how are you, friend? Well, I got the chance last weekend to do some traveling to Montgomery. And so I got a chance to go to the Legacy Museum. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, it is such an experience to be in the place and I could go on and on about that but it, it was such a, a it was such a different trip because as much as it was about going to the museum it was about us uncovering a lot of things participating in this program um, in this learning experience called gracious space and we really got a lot a chance to uncover and unpack a lot of things in this particular trip so I'm grateful for that experience which Leads me to my next point. It looks like I'm going to be hosting a second podcast. Hmm. Um, this one will be different for Elle. And it will be different for me. In the sense that this one will be a little bit more straight shooter. More political-ish. Mm-hmm. Which definitely scratches the other half of my brain. But we're going to, again, be focusing kind of... It's interesting because it's going to still be about storytelling and, and recording history. But we're going to be kind of focused more so on a more, I I don't know if political is the right word, but we're going to be taking a different look at things and having people share their stories for a different reason. So when that podcast gets off the ground, you guys know, I'll let you guys know. And hopefully the Spoiler Alert fam will trickle on over to that show once we have everything off the ground. My work girlfriend, because she be tripping, so we working on it. <laughs> I'm a work wife, but she a work girlfriend because she be tripping. Wow, <laughs> you do. Wow, um, what you do? Did you not go off on me the other day, and now you in love with the book? Oh, okay then. Anyway, I when, don't remember, but okay. Oh, now you talking about you don't remember? We also should not be shocked by that, girlfriend. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> when try to be serious and here you go. Anyway, when that happens, I'll have you guys out. You guys will have a name and a date and all those wonderful things. We're still in the developing stages right now. So I'm excited. I won't be with Kiev, but it'll still give you that homegirl vibe because another good friend of mine who was on that Montgomery trip with me will be. Hosting that with me. Oh, the one that the one that said you got a girl six. <laughs> <laughs> the reason that we accuse the reason that I am accused of having a girl six voice, uh, she'll be with me on that show and we'll have just as much fun, if not and more. She she she's just as out there. She is. She out there. Too. They they really want us to 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 record and do a video where you can see. Mm, you know, L can't do that. You know, I can't do that. So there's that. But um, I'm excited. I, I am ready, and with nothing else to, to talk about from this check-in, let's get into the synopsis. Forever True by Casey Mills. You can't love someone who doesn't know how to love. You can't heal someone who doesn't understand they're broken. You can't give more of yourself if their needs are never spoken. Billion Dollar Cash. Cassius Avery's life is nothing but simple. From his childhood to past relationships, nothing about his life is conventional. 
Music is his escape from reality. It has earned him the name Billion Dollar Cash. The void that exists in Cash's life is one that money can't fill and has been present for the majority of his life. True Gassette has experienced heartbreak and betrayal on unimaginable levels. Torn between the comfort of her past relationship and the need to be secure in, the, in her future, she struggles daily to remember her worth. Both True and Cash are aware that they need to leave the past in the past, but it's easier said than done. Living in the past threatens to ruin their forming relationship. Cash and True will have to get out of their own way in order to grow together. Can two broken people heal each other? Will the past continue to damage them? <sighs> Casey Mills. We had the honor of meeting each other last year at Indie Love. And I picked up this book and we spoke about informed consent. And I... I'm going to tell you I love that series and I cannot wait for the next sister's book to come out. I'm so excited. But this book here, Forever True, Casey, you wrote this book. I thoroughly enjoy, friend. Thoroughly <laughs> enjoy. You laughing, friend. You you holding, you reserving your commentary till we get to oh, it? Oh, I have words. <laughs> well, with that being said, sounds like we're ready for these spoiler ratings. Friend, so, <laughs> friend, you know when we first started reading. Well, I, I started reading it before you because I knew you was gonna read faster than me. But when I started reading this book, and I was like, I'm gonna hold all of my commentary. <laughs> I'm gonna wait until we get ready to go on this podcast because I have words. About this 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 book, and I was like, "Do I see myself re rereading this? Perhaps. I think the only thing that kept me from giving it a full five because I put it at four point five was when I can when I'm actively checking what is it the grammar and spelling." I, I did I did notice that something, but the plot line superb because you know I love enemies to lovers even though they wasn't enemies very long. I it's something about that initial angst between the two that I love it. But there were some some questions I had that were not answered, and I think that's why I didn't give the full because I'm like, why you add them on here? And then not not give them nothing. <laughs> because this ain't they book. Then don't put that in now. This ain't they book, girl. This ain't they show. Stop tripping. So for me, I gave this one a four seven five. Damn, typos don't bother me that much. I I think the only thing that made this like not a full five was it was a paperback book. Oh my god. <laughs> Friend. And not even that, really. It was just like there were like little things, like I think I really this this one for me was a four seven five, and I think it was just like because I still wanted just a little bit, just a little. You got you know we got a nice bow on it. I wanted more of an explosion than what I got, I guess. 
when we get to where the drama kind of spills out, and of course we gonna talk about the drama. Yeah. But I I was expecting. I like hood. I like I like head busters and. <laughs> and I ne- I wasn't necessarily expecting a physical fight, but I was expecting a little bit more of an explosion from one of the characters in the book, and I'm surprised that it didn't happen. Am I mad that it didn't happen? No, but yes. Only because I I just tra- it tracked differently than I thought it would. I but guess I guess I understand that. Like th- that might be the bulk of why I'm like something was missing. Yeah, it just felt, and, and I think that's what it was because there were things on both sides, and like one side really gave it, and the other side was just like, eh. mm. okay. So that that's kind of the four seven five. But again, solid plot, thorough writing, and I'm happy to say that. I think this went pretty well. And again, a four seven five for me is not something to frown at. Because yeah. again, <laughs> we enjoyed it. We we've had lower ratings before. We have. <laughs> so that's that's not nothing to snuff at. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's get into Forever True. I knew this was going to be a point of contention when we met True. <laughs> Because this woman is talking to her sideways. (laughs) And I don't think that was Nora's intention, but she was like, go in, shut up, do what we paid you to do. I mean, she was, I didn't read it that way. That's what it felt like to me. Like when I read it, I read it from the point of someone. And see, this is why I was confused later on in the book with Nora. Because the way she said, the way I read it in the beginning was, as if she was nervous and she was scared for this woman. I I mean, yeah, but Nora is also a don't is is not a punk. She's not, but if she read to me, just to me, she read punkish at the very beginning of the book. Okay. Now later on, it was like what well, this was in the beginning, <laughs> but <laughs> just just me. Yeah. So we we meet True, who is doing a last minute photo shoot and she's getting her instructions from Nora and Nora is very clear you know thank you for showing up at the last minute I appreciate it we're gonna compensate you very well for we, you doing this we're gonna pay you for your time thank you but the best advice is go in there shut up don't say nothing to him just take the pictures and, and be out mm-hmm. she goes in and I'm like oh so this nigga finna be an asshole is what you say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, and the thing I, I, you immediately get the sense of urgency, right? There's an immediate sense of urgency. And then we meet Steel, who is this huge, huge, she calls him Gigantor for a reason. <laughs> but he is security. And then after we get by security, we see Cash, who is in his own little world, preparing to make music. But Cash is a total butthole. Asshole out this world. He basically says, take the pictures, take the videos, and don't say nothing. Don't touch me. Don't bother me. And she, like, she was trying to introduce. All she wanted to do was introduce herself. He Like, as soon as she get ready to introduce herself, he was like, I don't even know your name. Just do what you got to do. Again. I was like, oh, yeah, he, he finna really be an asshole. <laughs> And what's crazy is she accepts, because it would have been me leaving. <laughs> exactly. I would have been like, you know what? 
money worth it. I'm gone. But she said it. Like, this job was going to pay her rent for a couple months. Not just one, but a couple. So, she finally settles into the job. This is better than me. But she also was trying to, you know, ask questions of, should I do this, that, yeah. third? And he was real short with her. Real like, short. did you not, do you not know how to do your job? Mm-hmm. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I love about Truth? She didn't hold back. She don't say what the fuck she need to. And she went on. Their their interaction in this first chapter had me yeah. cackling. So once they, once she goes through and takes the photos. She takes she takes some and then she, you know, gets to a point where she's like, okay, can I take a break? Mm-hmm. And so because of how nasty he is with her, when she goes to take her break, she go for a smoke break. And we ain't talking about no cigarettes. Yeah. But she, <laughs> the thing was, she was high when she got there. She, baby was already lit. She was lit when she got there. So when she got there, she didn't care what the fuck he had to say to her because she, I mellow out. She was lit when she got there. She went and took a smoke break. She comes back in and the two of them look at her. And he's still and in he cash. Smell, and he smells her. And he's like, is it good for you to smoke on the job? And she's like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which only tickled me more. Only tickled me more. Was that really smart for you to... Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely, sir. I was like... And what was funny was all of the back and forth between the two of them had still cackling. Oh, yeah. Like, he was snickering the entire time. (laughs) But still recognizes early, she ain't no punk. She ain't no punk. And she ain't gonna go down without a fight. And he forewarned him. He was like, yeah, she she it. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Because he was like, she called you an asshole. <laughs> and he laughed and he was like, I am. <laughs> right. And the funny thing, I actually had a friend before who said, straight up, he's an asshole. And so I put a note on here. I was like, when someone willingly agrees that they are an asshole, beware. Yes. <laughs> so when she goes to take her, her smoke break, he was like, it was really smart for you to do that. She was like, yep. He was like, where is it at? He she, he's like, you getting high on the job? Yep. You think that's a good idea? I think it's an amazing idea. I was mm-hmm. like, sis is like, try me if you want to, nigga. Motherfucker, I wish you would. Yep. <laughs> and she goes she goes home from that photo shoot, and she starts talking to her sister. And her sister's like, tell me all the juice. Please, tell me everything. Because her sister is in love. Sis is obsessed. With cash. Cash. Think he fine. Then fantasize about this nigga. And I'm like, is that going to be a problem right around in the book? <laughs> Had nasty fantasies about this man. Okay. Because I'm like, if if this woman gets with him, sis, what you going to do? Mm-hmm. And then she gets a text that says, you up. And that you up text is from none other than Drow. Dro is her on again, off again, fuck buddy that she... That's not the right phrase for him. Dro is an ex-boyfriend. He yeah, is he an is. ex-boyfriend. He is. And you can't call him an F-buddy when he... That's not what he was. He was a boyfriend. He was a... Matter of fact, to her, he was the one for a decent amount of time. But Dro was unable to leave the streets alone. And so he lost his professional career as an athlete. Because he got shot. 
and couldn't stay out of the streets. So he got shot and the injury was something he couldn't recover from. So he became a has-been. And has-beens do what has-beens do. Either you learn Black how to... boy shit. <laughs> um, and so he was sleeping around with different women. He couldn't keep his dick out of other females. That's what that was. And he was gaslighting her the whole time. I do this because you do this and this, that, and the third. And what we learn... Like, while she's trying to level up on her career... Mm-hmm. He's leveling down. <laughs> he, is, he is on his shoulda, coulda, woulds. And the last straw was him sleeping with her best friend. (laughs) Let me tell you. (laughs) I actually posted about this on social media. I was like, what is with all these best friends sleeping with their best friends? Man, a woman. I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. I just don't. I'm convinced that something is wrong. You either, like, something about your friendship is not intact. And you, you want it to hurt them. You want it to, because there's no way you make that choice knowing that you're going to, not knowing that you're going to hurt them. You know. And it's proven fact that anytime you try to keep something like that a secret, it comes out. Say what you want to say. I haven't met a person in a book or otherwise in life, in real life, where if that's the secret, it doesn't come out. The only time it doesn't go poorly is when one of them is in the past. Meaning, we hooked up in college years ago. I didn't know you existed. Friend. And even then, it's testy in the books. Friend. Let me tell you how much angry, how angry I get. (laughs) And I'm not telling me what I know. Like, because I told you my first book I read by Alexandra Warren, right? Baby, to this day, every now and then it pops up in my head that I just want to bop a character in the face for some bullshit like this. And I'm like, and then you want to smile in my face like it was my fault. Mm-hmm. The way I want to come through the book, when I found it, because like the way it starts off, it doesn't say it's her best friend. Yeah. It just says we he just cheated on her. Yeah, we know he cheated, but you, it comes out in the watch. It, like it ends up coming out in the end that it was her best friend. And I was like, it's bad enough that he cheated on you. What was what got me was the fact that she was still sleeping with him while apparently he was still with this other woman. And in my mind, I'm like, I, I'm I'm okay with that lick back. I'm okay with if you still messing with the person you cheated on me with and I'm still getting back, you know, whatever, because I got no feelings for you. I just need to, I need to get the car wheel kicked out. That's fine for me. <laughs> but if you know that there is still an emotional ta- attachment to this man, leave that motherfucker alone. And that was the part for me. I wanted her to leave him alone. Just period. Just leave him alone. And after they smash and the cobwebs get knocked off, she does. She tells him, kick rocks. Leave. And he's, wait, what? <laughs> yep. So, you know. Mm-hmm. And she and she tells herself, this is the last this time. This is the last time. This is definitely the last time. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you'd be like, yeah, okay. Sis, we'll believe it. And that's why it. he said that. He was like, no, nah, it ain't gonna be the last time. We were never. And that was, that's the, I hate that. Niggas always be talking about, yes, I said niggas. Niggas always talk about, oh, this this the last time. You, 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 we ain't gonna never, we ain't gonna never be apart. I'm part of you forever. You ain't never getting rid of me. Nigga, take your tired self on. Cause see, when I'm ready to let you go and you act like you don't want to go nowhere, that's when it's gonna get real physical. Mm-hmm. And I don't fight that. 
Both dad. I'm calling my daddy. My daddy would have to find out after the fact because I'm not going to fight for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm calling my daddy because my... I can't confirm or deny that my daddy knows how to dispose of a body properly and won't be arrested. <laughs> Cassius is in chapter four. And, of course, they have decided at this point that he, he has a studio session with Sienna. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. True he's, is on the scene as well. He and he's already stressing out because he already knows Sienna is gonna be some be on some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And, and I was not like, a little bit. I was like, oh lord, they just slept with each other, right? Yeah, the first and, thing that popped up in my head. They and you learn pretty quickly that they did. Yeah, not only that they did, but then they got a baby. They got a baby together. They got a baby. But guess what, y'all? Nobody knows that that's her child. And like when I first heard, I was like, "Wait, nobody knows her child." Yep, nobody knows. I was, her I was like, "How sweet!" <laughs> nobody knows. It's like her. she's this big super superstar, and nobody knows that she has a child. Not at all. I was like, you know what? That's when you knew it was gonna be some bull. It was gonna be some 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 drama. Because the way she came up in there was like diva on steroids. Coming mm-hmm. up in that dance studio, she was was she late? Mm-hmm. She was a touch lady. Where where True had been early, True came up in there early so she could make sure she's ready for. And and what was funny to me was when she found out who he was gonna be doing studio time. Well, she was excited because she liked Sienna, and then, she she was a fan ish. Yeah, didn't Sienna that that ended very quickly. Yeah, she knocked the t- Sienna like dropped her bag on the table or knocked the table in some way. And that's drink spilled on her shoes? Yeah, because, see, true, she's very down to earth. Mm-hmm. She gonna hang out with the homies tight clothing. No, she, no she's a girl's girl. No, no I'm saying she knows how to dress down mm-hmm. if she wants to. She got J's for days. She know how to dress down and wear some jeans, a baggy shirt, and some mm-hmm. shoes, and be comfortable and not trying to be dressed up like in glam mm-hmm. for a studio session, unlike Sienna. Agree. Sienna came with the with the to the tens. And True was in, you know, regular clothes. And so but she had them Dior ones on her feet though. That part. And <laughs> see, them them are limited edition. Mm-hmm. So it was like she knocks that coffee over and she and True gasp and he goes off on Sienna. Like, you might need to pay her for her shoes, sis, because you definitely are. And she's like, you can take it out of my nigga. No, you pay for that shit. Mm-hmm. And so, Sienna gets knocked down a couple of pegs. Quickly. <laughs> and I was, I was wondering how this was going to play out. Mm-hmm. So, Sienna records her track, of course, with minimal animosity. They They were successful in putting this track together. She leaves, and True is happy that she left. The job's complete. She sends her files over to Cash, and this is how I know True ain't with the shits. <laughs> Aside from what she did with Cash, he apologizes for Sienna knocking over the coffee, mm-hmm. right? He was like, I apologize. She's in True cuts him off real quick. He's like, seconds from catching these hands. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. She could try this shit if she want to. And she gonna be leaving up out of here with a bloody nose. Yeah. yeah it, it's very apparent early on that True is of the don't start this 
don't start no stuff, won't be no stuff religion, you know? And it's it's cool. So True's religion. <laughs> After the studio session, Cash tries to get some time, some extra time with our lovely little student, True. And she wasn't really for it. Well, what's funny was, she was like, I hear it. Because in the first one, he started asking her questions. She was like, didn't you tell me not to say nothing? And so she was like, so why are you asking me questions? So today, now he's trying to get her to go hang out, get some food together and all of that. And he was like trying to put steel in it. Mm-hmm. So, hey, uh, we going to get some food. You want to go with us? And she was like, uh, no. <laughs> still like, nah, bro, I got something I got to do. Okay. What you gotta do <laughs> exactly. We find out real quick through the conversation between Steel and Cash that Steel a hoe. Steel, Steel is a bonafide hoe. Steel's a hoe. <laughs> bonafide. So and ain't and ain't mad about it because even with their conversation about true, he was like, "Yeah, she she got something that you want to hit with, bro." Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you gonna be able to get it. <laughs> how, how did they say it on the brothers? French hoe. Ignite hoe. <laughs> we were to do it for tall hoe, reckless mouth hoe, ignite hoe, <laughs> bodyguard hoe. Pretty much. But that's what he was, and he 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 peeped real quick. Like, yeah, she ain't with the shit, but she got the body though. And Cash is up paying his. Paying for her time to go to the restaurant. And he gave her a, a twenty, no, a two thousand dollar tip. Yes. For her services for two days. Yes. Just so he could take her out to eat. And when they do arrive at Mix, True is very surprised because she loves Mix. It's like, a what you she, what you know about this place. It's a place that she thoroughly enjoys, and so they go to this restaurant, and she has this uh, epithet. Look at me using my high school diploma. She has an epithet for Cash. She calls him Billion Dollar Producer. Uh, <laughs> and she's going to stick with that nickname quite a bit inside this book. Yes, she is. So she she teases him pretty much, calls him Billion Dollar Producer. She finds herself like immediately attracted to him when his mouth was closed in the earlier chapters. But like even now, she's like trying to tell herself this ain't a good idea, but she is enthralled. She likes this man. I was like, if he wasn't such an asshole, I would, I would throw it up. In, in, the, G, in the Jill Scott words, you like me, you, you love me. <laughs> Those kinds of things. It, it's it's very he loves me in E flat. Is it E flat? But at the same time, add a little enemies to lovers. Oh, that's a nice way to describe this book. <laughs> that really is. So... <laughs> It's just they weren't they weren't enemies very long. Though. They weren't, but they were, cause she did not. She, she applied pressure for a long time. Like yeah. it was like they, well they, they no they went from enemies to frenemies. Yes, to friends then lovers. Yes, cause it was like she was we we gonna be friends. Yeah, she stiff armed him for a minute. Mm-hmm. And still loved it. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious to him. So after a decent dinner. They start sharing information about themselves, you know, scratching the surface over wing baskets and steak. And it comes out pretty early that Sienna is his baby's mama. 
and, and the yeah, tension she, between them. Because she gave up that information in the studio when she was trying to tell him she needed to speak to him, and he wasn't trying. He wasn't paying her enough. And so it, she it wasn't threw even that at him. it wasn't even that. It was more so there's company in the room, and I don't. I read it as there's extra people in the room who don't know about our situation. Wait till they're gone. No, he was basically telling her we could talk about this in a constant hearing. If you got something you want to say about what we doing, we can meet up with our lawyers. Mm-hmm. But no, she won't talk about this shit right now. No, that's not going to work for me. And so when she threw that out there, Phil was like, hey, come on, let me show you what this shit. Let's go out here. So still knew to immediately take her out and have the conversation. But because it was said, he was like, really, Sienna, you going to say this in front of other people? Mm-hmm. He was like, what? She said she signed the NDA, right? That don't fucking matter. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause like in in her mind, in their mind, is she signed the NDA like for truth's mind, she signed the NDA for him, for yeah. the studio stuff, not for their personal stuff. And she could have easily had a tape recorder in the room. You you don't know what was what. I just think Sienna, cause she was supposed to be doing video stuff. She was, and she was within reason to do so. So we moved to chapter six. We're already in chapter six, Queen. And <laughs> Steele is talking trash about Cash's furniture. And he's also trying to mo- to remind him why he's doing the documentary in the first place. Because that's the reason that Troop gets hired. His original photographer got had a, had an issue. Had a family emergency. Uh, yeah, family emergency. And they end up hiring True. And so... In this moment, when we open chapter six, they're talking about not only the furniture, but this documentary that he's they're doing on his life. And we get the story of Cash's growing up. <laughs> and I was pissed. Girl. For those of y'all who don't know, if you haven't read the book yet, Cash is the son of a musical genius. But nobody knows that that's his son. Because he's the illegitimate child. child. While and this man has a whole wife and two kids. Two other kids. That know nothing about this child. Right. So learning that very... The fact, one, that we learn it so early in the book really sets a stage. Because I, I kind of wrestled with this when it came to his daughter. I'm like, well, darn, aren't you doing the same thing? And I really kind of had to step back because I was like, okay. It's, for me, I didn't see it as I had to step back initially because it was like, isn't he doing the same thing with his baby? But no, because one, Sienna is allowed into the baby's life. The baby is just not allowed into the limelight. So moments where Sienna wants to shine that that's her daughter, he's not having it. So when the whole issue with the wedding comes up, when the the photo, because they argue in the studio about a photo shoot he shut down. Mm-hmm. Because she was like, no. He was you, like, no, you're, you're not, not- going to use my daughter as a prop. Yeah. You could love her, you could have her in your life, but she's not a prop. I don't. This this is the thing. You're the one that wanted to keep us in secrecy. You're the one that didn't want nobody to know you had this fucking child because you thought that would hinder you in your career. So don't put her out there now because you think it's a good idea now. That was the other thing that pissed me off and why I didn't give it four or five. Anyway. Oh. (laughs) We'll talk about it later. Okay. I just thought about it. Yeah, so like, you all of a sudden want to, well, I'm getting married now. I need a, I need to have a full functioning family. And, no, and, bitch, it don't work that way. <laughs> so, after talking about it and, and things coming up, they get into the conversation about what happened over dinner with True, 
and still is laughing in his face because he's like, I knew you weren't going to get that. I knew you weren't going to get that. I, you, ain't, you ain't get strong dog. Yeah. <laughs> and Nora brings up the fact that Sienna has sent passes to her album. Her listening party. Listening party, thank you. I was about to say album release, but that's not the right one. Her listening party, and she was like, you got four passes. Of course, Steele is entitled to one. Nora is entitled to another, and then there's still two in case he wants to bring someone with him. I'm imagining in a perfect world she was hoping for the daughter, but that even still. I wouldn't really recommend no, my Their daughter's little. I don't think she's... She's very young. So. I don't think she's more than three or four. She's very young. I wouldn't recommend taking her to an album release party. Because, yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. Unless it was for a teen or a young artist. But my thing was, you, she's doing this to dangle things over him. Mm-hmm. Come to my album release party. Even though she didn't even want you to be the producer on her album. Her record label is pushing it. But he talks about the fact that he thinks that she pushed it with the label and the label. Because he, he says it, he thinks his her label owns her. And so the ownership that the label has and, and the ability to manipulate and say and do. Like he even talks about the fact that he believes her marriage is a shell. Yeah. And so there's a lot to be said about what Sienna is choosing in her life right now that Cash wants no part of. Um, we get an update on Rich, who is the ori- original photographer for the documentary. And we find out his mother has cancer. And Cassius, being the gracious person that he is, continues to pay the man, tells him, you know, take the break that you can. And Nora brings up hiring True to be the replacement for the remainder of the trip. But she There's has a caveat. One serious concern. And that concern is him. Don't fuck her. <laughs> And, and it's funny because. <laughs> Do not sleep with her. It's funny because the chemistry is already there for the two of them. It's too late, Nora. Too late. They already halfway there. They're at half. Well, I mean, they haven't smashed yet. They're, they're in the almost doesn't count bracket. <laughs> That's about where they're at. All they need is the time and a place. Um, <laughs> pretty much. So after having that I discussion, highlighted that part too. After go- having that discussion with his his manager, I guess no, is Nora his manager or his assistant? I think he's his assistant. After you know having this, the hiring or uh, having that conversation with Nora, Cash rolls over. Uh, it's another day, and he was talking to Sienna. Sienna called. And Sienna was like, well, can I talk to Ava? And he's like, no. Like, he really has to put very hard lines in place for her. Because if he don't, she'll walk all over. Right. But basically, she basically was trying to get real, like, get tea. Who you bring to the to the recording session? And she's like, he's like, I don't know, but I'll be there at the listening party. I keep wanting to call it an album release. <laughs> and she was like, just keep your girlfriend in check. Because the reason that Sienna keeps being a jerk is because she really believes that True is somebody that he is messing with. And at the time, True is not interested. At well, all. Well, that's not true. Well, She thinks he's handsome, but they're not a couple. And then she gets... 
an invitation. True gets an invitation to lunch. And her sister, who she calls affectionately me, or me, yeah, because her name is Journey, um, is like, who is that? Who is who is that in your phone? Tell her have lunch with me. And she has a nickname in his in her phone for him. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the asshole? <laughs> and is he sexy? True as well, she that's what she said, the sexy asshole. Yeah. That's his name in her phone. So True is at her sister's shop taking uh preparing to take photos to update her sister's website. And while True takes does the photo shoot, Journey does a little plotty. Listen, sis almost got them hands. And by the time <laughs> True gets done with the photo shoot, she walks up on Journey, like having a discussion on her phone. She's like, Yeah, send the location. Da, 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 da. Sis almost got them hands. Journey essentially put her sister on the date. <laughs> Sold her sister's panties to the highest. Like, blood. bitch. <laughs> No, I mean, sometimes you just have to get the push. Right. And so we leave Journey's job, or Journey's business, and True drives 45 minutes to her apartment. And she showers, dresses, and she gets a call from him that says, hey, your sister's not screening your calls. And he was like, well, yes, I text. And then when I called, I got an answer from her. And he basically was like, okay, what can, what I got to do to get you out here to this gentleman? Mind you, he didn't say where the dinner was going to be. Mm-mm. He just said, I want to have, I want to be able to eat with you. Because he originally, you know, he originally wanted lunch, but she busy, so dinner it is. Mm-hmm. So now that her sister has set her up and said, yeah, you're going on this dinner, mm-hmm. she's Basically, she came back in. Right. And he, That's what she wanted to do. The, the thing that was, I think is funny is that, like, he chases her because he really believes he can't have her. Like, you see it. He's like, man, you keep shooting my confidence to, to the to the flow. I can't. I but that's usually how niggas are. They chase after the ones that they can't get. And I don't know if it's a thing if he couldn't get her. He just, well, he couldn't get her the way he traditionally got. When they're, okay, so when, I, I say it like this. When you're used to people throwing it at you, the chase is more fun. Yeah. She definitely gets chased. They had already said up front in the beginning that, yes, I'm attracted to you, but that don't mean I'm going to get with you because you're an asshole. But (laughs) at the same time, it's one of those, you cute, but do I want to deal with your asshole ways? Mm -hmm. You want to come better than that, bro. So he got to do some groveling to get there. So... The next chapter opens at dinner, and of course, dinner is at his house. And somehow I was like, this feels like a setup. But it doesn't quite go setup-ish, if you will. He was actually a gentleman. He was on his best behavior. She has wine, he has cognac, he feeds her a biscuit. And apparently that biscuit was ten times better than the Red Lobster biscuit. Now I want Red Lobster biscuits. That's uh, something I haven't had in a while. And he, they eat lobster, and is it lobster and shrimp, or just lobster fried rice? Either way, it's full of seafood and very decadent. And, and, and that's, very that's good. right up my alley. 
to the point of the, uh, it's lobster and shrimp fried rice with cheddar and garlic bread. And she was like, who cooked this? And he was like, the chef just left, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and so she's falling time. in love with the chef. And, she, you know, and he's like, she was like, can you get him my number? He was like, hell no. <laughs> I ain't finna have him snatching you up for me. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. And he mentions the fact, like, in his thoughts that the chef is married and everything else. He's but, happily married, but no. No, you're not doing that. You're not, not giving you easy access. You will not. And so they have a wonderful dinner. They share. He starts digging into the truth and the, the history of true descent, which he's thoroughly enjoying. And, like, as the chapter progresses, you see his mind start to slowly wander to to his to his wild thoughts, if you will. Wow, wow, wow. Because, like, there's a point where he's so busy looking at her and thinking about the ways he wants to be with her that he can't focus on what she's saying. And she's like, are you even listening to me? And he's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And she's yeah. like, what did I just ask you? And he can't even... He's like, uh-huh. <laughs> she says, see, you weren't listening. He's like, guilty, but in my, def- in the, in my defense... You're quite distracting, sir. And so he has this habit of making her blush that I think is so charming. And I think this is when we enter the frenemy stage that you talked about. Mm-hmm. Because, like, you see her just kind of, like, blush about the way he talks to her and compliments her. And, and like, even those moments where you kind of see her backpedal because she's dealing with healing from Dro, when she has those moments of doubt, he really reassures her that, no, sis, it's you. I want you with your fine self. That's what I want. We like a man that can, can give you straight up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I want. Mm-hmm. I don't want nothing else. No sides, just you. And they also get into the conversation of what happened with Sienna. And they talk about his songwriting. Is this the one where they talk about his songwriting process? But they don't talk about it in the fullness here. I love when they go to New York, though. You you know what's funny is, you know, you know I tell you all the time, I, I love a man that got tattoos all over him, right? I don't know what it is about a man with tattoos, but it's just it's something sexy. And so she's noticed his tattoos. Yeah, she noticed them the first and time. She, and she started asking questions. What's this? And what's that? And what's that? And what's that? <laughs> and he was like, he was smiling because she was like, what you smiling for? Cause I know you've been looking at me. Cause I know you noticed me. Oh, so you've been you've been looking. You've been at me. watching me. Ah, it's like nigga, back up, calm down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I would watch too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would. If you look good and you got tattoos, I love you. I, I'm gonna look. Do I need to play touch it now? Do what? Do I need to play touch it? You know, touch, touch. <laughs> got to stop watching TikTok. <laughs> I told you that's how I was stuck in my head the other day. Yeah. We open the post-date, post-dinner chapter with True playing a playlist of Billion Dollar Cash songs and not being able to stop herself from smiling, which I was like, okay, Sis, yeah. It's, she's smitten. She's, smitten. she's a smitten kitten. And after being so smitten, she just spends the day. She edits photos, <clears throat> all the things. We we missed a part. What very important part? What that, that's based off of his personality. He has a problem with her saying no and not taking no for an answer. Oh yeah, because while they were eating dinner, he they're sitting at the counter, and 
he asked her, can I kiss you? And she says no. And this nigga walked right on around the corner to where she was sitting and devours her mouth. He did. I was like, bruh. He did. And she was like, I said no. He's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> no. That, that's, that's. But the thing is, her words and her actions did not match up. Because yeah. this spread her legs wide for him to get in. Mm-hmm. She did. Like, <laughs> he was like, she was like, yeah, you're. My mind is saying no. <laughs> yes, but her body said. But her body don't say no. <laughs> yes, and so this chapter continues. The chapter we're in now, after spending hours editing photos and smiling, Journey comes over, and Journey's like, "Oh my god, these photos are great! Thanks, sis. Now let's go to mom's house." Now, they don't go see their mama often. <laughs> and there's a reason. And there's a reason, because she's overbearing. But you can't really blame her, because she ain't got a... Their, their father passed. And mama's lonely. And mama's lonely. And her attempt to not be lonely is to focus on having grandchildren. So... She she wants her daughters, because she has two daughters. Mm-hmm. Her 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 attention is to have make sure her daughters have the same love that her and her husband have. Yeah, and she... While she desires that for her daughter, she goes about it in a haphazard way. She does. She does it way too harshly. Yeah. Like, mom, I can't have the same journey. No pun intended. That you had. Yeah. <laughs> so, they go to their mother's house, and who's there? But Dro. And naturally, it's a very tight point of contention because her mother doesn't know the fullness of the relationship and why it ended between. Dro and True, but we find out that Dro is responsible for not one but two miscarriages and an abortion, which totally fuck nigga baby. Yeah, blows it, it totally blows. In my, see, this is my thing because now you you get the bits and pieces because this is still before we find out about the friend, the best friend. So I'm like, you find out that this man was cheating on her, whatever, whatever. That's blow number one. Mm-hmm. Then number two, you find out that not only did you make me abort my child, when I did get pregnant again, I lost not one but two babies because I was stressed out about your ass cheating on me again. Blow number three and four. Yeah. So after the, the visit with their mother, True naturally feels upset. And so she goes home to try to fix her attitude and after struggling quite a bit, she ends up getting up, getting dressed, and going to the studio unannounced. She had gotten the invitation from Cash, but she never really responded to whether or not she was going to be there. Originally, she, she said she would. Yeah, she said she would, then she was going to back out. But then she just found herself slowly but surely putting herself together to get there. And she realizes when she gets there, let me call him. Let me text him and try to get in. She sends a text. And he responds, and they open the door. And she gets in, uh, sees Steele, and she meets Jador. And immediately demonstrates jealousy with Jador. Because the energy is not the same in the studio as it was with Sienna. There's no tension. There's no drama. There's no issues. There's no highfalutin, I'm better than everybody attitude. Like... 
It's sunshine, rainbows, and hugs. They're very, very comfortable with each other. Very homey with each other. And she's like, is he fucking with her? Yeah. And we... I laugh because, sis, weren't you just pushing this nigga away saying I was never going to ever, ever? And so we're from frenemies to friends now. <laughs> and after spending time with uh, Cash and Jador, Jador was like, oh, we got to hang out again, girl. Oh, my God, you have such a beautiful spirit. And she tells Cash's too. I, I'm not sure if it's the next chapter, a little bit down the line. She's like, I like her for you. I really like her for you. And so <laughs> Jador leaves. They got through one song at the studio, and they end up having agreeing to meet in New York to finish up. The, the recording session that they started, he he lets her know, hey, Tony made lasagna. We can eat it here or we can go somewhere else to eat. So they go to her apartment. Because they weren't going to be able to concentrate in the studio. Mm-hmm. And, like, they have the conversation about Jador, about their their connection with each other and everything. And, other thing. and he's, like, it's basically like having a little sister. Mm-hmm. And he lets her know up front, like real quick, it ain't what you think it is. Yeah, not at all. She she not even interested in me. As a matter of fact, she's more interested in you than she is with me. Exactly. <laughs> if you know what I mean. So it was like for real. But she writes songs about. And he had to clear up the mystery. And of... you know what? And you know what it reminded me of? What Tyra B. Still in love. Yeah, that's one of my favorite. I love like, records. I had like three or four of her songs. Because she had a song called Country Boy that she came out with when she first started dropping music. But she's just as gay as she wants to be. <laughs> so, and so as an adult, she, re, she redid some of the songs to fit who she really is. And it was like, nobody noticed it back then because her label was pushing for her to be some. Same thing happened with Pink. When she first came out, they wanted her to be this pop. Bumble, bubble gum, blah blah blah. When she started doing what she wanted to do, she got comfortable where she was at, and so it was like Jadora is having to go through that same problem. Is she's only doing what the labor wants her to do, not what she wants to do. She has to hide because she doesn't want the drama of putting her real life out there for everybody to see. And I get it, but I ain't like it because mm. I'm like, as a person, you should be able to be whoever the fuck you want to be. Without all of that extra rah rah rah, somebody's gonna still want what you are, what you are offering. It might not be everybody, but somebody want it. Yeah. So we see them have a little cute little dinner. I think it's cute that he said the apartment fits her. Yeah. And um, at first I was like, "What's he trying to say?" Yeah. <laughs> but it it he clarifies like it's it's you. As an apartment, basically. You know, you, your, your artistic abilities, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. This is very you. Agreed. And after a, a good dinner, a delicious dinner, they find themselves in a predicament. Ain't no predicament. He starts to dive in. I don't know if that was a... Di- I mean, kisses turn to gropes and gropes turned into hands in shorts. Well, his hands in her shorts. And she had a good time. Uh-huh. But he stopped himself from going any further. Yeah, he was like, let me go home. <laughs> like and now. And she was like, what? Like I said, he was about to dive in. And he was like, let, let me exit stage left. 
And you could tell because she was like, "Wait, what? What happened?" And like, you know, you know how people are about rejection. Yes, and he's rejecting me. And he was like, "Look, don't go to." And and I love this because he peeped this early. He was like, "Don't go to that place in your head. Don't you do it? Because I want you. I just don't want us to go down like this." And it took her having to be by herself a little bit. Hands became friends. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Yeah. And so she got, he, he left. <laughs> he leaves. And she had been avoiding him for a couple of, I, I can't tell if it's a couple of days or a couple of hours. But he texted her and he said, you can't avoid me forever. I know where you live. And I was like, well, <laughs> he ain't lying. <laughs> that GPS ain't no joke. <laughs> and some people, they're just good. Like, once they've been somewhere, they know how to get there again. You mm-hmm. never know. That's me. Because you're not going to take me and I don't know how to get back. So I wish I was like that. She basically, she ends up on FaceTime with him after a conversation. And he was at the studio at his house uh, creating music, apparently. And they, of course, get into a conversation. And I appreciated that they were up front. They were very up front. It's not very long that they spend being funny and cutesy and all. They get right to it. And he's like, I wasn't rejecting you. I just want to do right by you. And after the phone conversation and they get themselves in the right place, good night, true. Good night. The next day, her sister is in her business trying to figure out. So how was our dinner? I want slap journey. Because I'm like, can you not? She's like, I'm living vicariously through you. Bitch, no, you're not. I think Journey was aggravating like Ronnie. Because <laughs> I... God forbid I start dating in Ronnie's presence. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know what we did not talk about? What? With what's going on with Mama and Ava. We did. His mama got Ava in New York visiting her pop-pop. I didn't hear that part. A.K.A. his daddy. And he is not thrilled about that at all. Yes, because we have not met. We, we don't see Ava in the book, really, until they come back from them two weeks in New York. Which, by then, like, he talked to them on the phone or whatever, whatever. But they, <laughs> I, when I found out where Mama had took Ava, I was like, I wouldn't have been okay. I would not have been okay with that at all. I, but I, here's the thing. I think he lets it go. He let it go. He did, because that's why he was there. Because mm-hmm. you could tell he wasn't exactly thrilled about it. But it's like, there was, there's no other reason for Mama to be in New York but to see him. Mm-hmm. And so, of course, if she's taking care of Ava because he's working, it's one of those, I don't have a choice if I need somebody to watch my child. Or or what you going to do? You going to take him to the studio with you? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, did he have a choice for mama to take April to New York because no, mama really. was going to go see him anyway. Agreed. So chapter 12 opens with Cash's in his studio and he's on the phone he's wrapping up a call with Jador and Sienna has come over to play with Ava and she did. Sienna comes in the studio and he's like you know what's up? Where's Ava? She was like sleep. She started nodding during, during our tea party and he was like okay so why you down here? What what's like we're we're not friends we don't kick it like that what you in here for and rightly so because what you in here for like I I could tell right off the bat that Sienna was one of those girls where she wanted to have her cake and eat it too and rightly so 
Because, yeah, you you cheated on him, and that's why y'all ain't together, and because you didn't want this, that, and third, whatever, whatever, right? But my thing is, why are you still trying to throw your cat at this man when you have a whole fiance? That's Granted, it. this is why he's like, it's a sham. Because why are you still throwing it at me when you know I don't want you? You know, we are we, we tried that whole let's get back together bullshit when Abel was here. It didn't work. Why are you still trying to throw it at me? Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Go to your fiance. And after they have that whole falling out in his studio, she texts him and she's like, I don't want to fight with you. And she's like, she's, and she texts him again. It's just hard to wrap my mind around you actually moving on. Uh, I did. The end. Leave me alone. And, and he texts back, we're cool, don't sweat it. Better than me. Better than me. Because I would have had choice words for mm-hmm. like, Look, <laughs> the, the the relationship issues that these two had with other folks, the way they handle it, you better than me. Absolutely. You, you better than me. And he, he realizes in this moment, I'm glad I'm moving on and I'm going to focus on what's important. And that's my boogie boo truth. <laughs> so it's it's apparent that Ava's back now because, of course, Sienna came to visit. He <laughs> gets Sienna up from her nap and... <sighs> Still comes over. Did you just say he? I mean, he gets Ava up. From her <laughs> I, like, wait a minute. My bad. <laughs> he gets Ava up from her now because if Sienna taking a nap, that means they did something. And, and that, that ain't going to happen. And I love little Ava because we, we get immediately. She says, Seal? <laughs> so that ST is whooping Ava right now. <laughs> she, she's still learning. She's still learning. And I love their relationship because he calls her. It's pretty girl. It's something about these people and these kids in these books that I'm like, oh, so sweet, so stinking cute. And still is mad because Ava didn't bring him back anything from her trip. <laughs> like that's how you do me. And after some conversation with Ava, she's on her way to get ready for bed, if I'm not mistaken, and. Still, I'm about to call him Phil too. <laughs> Still and Cash have a little conversation about Sienna and Ava become the topic of conversation when Steele sits down at Cash's house. And they, you know, bring up the conversation of some photos that have true in them, but they're yeah. like grainy, super grainy. Somebody saw pictures, took pictures of true with cash the first night they went to mix and nobody knows who she is because she's an up-and-coming photographer yes so she knows people locally but she don't and she know a couple of artists but she ain't well known right so people were like who is this chick now people know who she is because of her house <laughs> yeah now her sister knew it was her that's how still was like he recognized it was her too it was yeah because that hair Cause she got that fiery hair that's all over her head. Absolutely. And, and Cash loved it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cash loved it. Every time he kissed her, he buried them hands in there. And so, yeah. He doesn't tell her, though. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like, communication is important. 
Yeah, reading these books will definitely tell you that. Communication is very important. That is a, a big downfall for a couple of relationships. Mm-hmm. So, right. And so, it also comes up, still was like, man, what you got going on tonight? He was like, I got plans. So, after Sienna leaves, Steele arrives, somebody shows up at the door, and Steele was like, who that? She was like, I, I told mean, you, I got I, plans. I told you I had plans. And in walks, true, true. And still like, huh, huh, huh. Okay. That's what we doing now. Oh, okay, then. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha, boss. Gotcha. <laughs> and I'm like, so is they smashing? Because, yeah. So, still making a big whole deal out of this. So, is they finna smash? <laughs> of course, your nasty butt would ask. <laughs> so, True goes in the kitchen and is having another meal. And her opening line is, I think I want to marry him. It's about time for you to slide me that number. And I knew then Cash was ready to fight. I knew he was ready to fight. You're not going to tell me to slide you my chef's phone number. Not at all. Not at all. So after getting those things, after all of that, they enjoy a meal to, uh, after enjoying that meal together, we find out that strawberry cheesecake is her favorite dish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's not, I think we get a page into this. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a page. They start kissing and she was like, where's your bedroom? <laughs> she's like, you know what? Because she, she asked her, she's like, is Ava here? Mm-hmm. She's sweet. Is this a booty call? It's it's the fact that he she was like cash. Mm-hmm. I want to. Can we? Where's your bedroom? Cause like you know what, Bob, all this. <laughs> he escorted her to her bedroom. Said I'll be right back. <laughs> when he checked on Abel, let's get this started. This party started, started. and that they did. Yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. you want to know if it's a booty call. I can show you. Better than I can it tell was, you. It wasn't a booty call, but booty was definitely enjoyed. Thoroughly enjoyed. Thoroughly. She was wild. <laughs> and then we find out that she uses her sister's skincare and uh, body wash line. Mm-hmm. Cash loves the smell of her skin, is obsessed in, a, in its own way. It's, it's, it's something about these dudes that be like sniffing all up in you. I like that, but I don't know how I would feel with that, like right. Like they be like they put their nose in the the, the the look of they 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 neck and like <sighs> like you home. I don't know if I could deal with them twenty four seven. Like it's either that or they biting on it. You know. Okay, so I learned something. So there is this simplex. Apparently, I don't know if I should call it a simplex, but apparently, people have a tendency to bite their lover. Right? I think you talked about that on one of the other. Episodes. I might have, but apparently. It's a way to even out the fact that you are high or, or you really love them. Like, you're really happy. And so your body doesn't know how to respond to it. And so to create some angst, if you will, to settle your body, you bite your loved one. Which makes sense, but doesn't. Do you have to bite me? Can you just... I guess the bite is a little more aggressive than like a pinch. Listen, in the last couple of books that I have read, the biting is real. Like, 
Some people, I, but I think there are some people though that like like just actually like pain. Yeah, that's that's the masochist. But in this case, that bite isn't a a, a masochist bite. It's a I need to level myself out because if I don't, these endorphins gonna take me too far. This must be an unconscious thing. I'm under the impression that it is, but I don't think it a hundred percent is because when I listen to folks describe it. They're like, man, we just be chilling, and all of a sudden she'll bite me, because it's usually men who say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not checking for a chick to be like, he bit me or she bit me. Mm. I haven't heard that a lot from women. It's usually men I see discussing. Oh, like I saw one video. He was like, man, you know you're doing a good job if she bites you. <laughs> and I was like, bird, say more. <laughs> He was like, man, we just be chilling, minding our own business, you know, in my own world. I be chilling. We good. She happy. I'm happy. And then she'll bite me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. that's the love tap. I, is that? Is that, that's the, love is that the equivalent of a booty smack? Something like that, probably. You think? It might be. Because, hmm. I mean, if she slap his ass, he probably going to body slam. <laughs> oh, no. Because then I ran into, girl, I ran into a video the other day. This might have been yesterday on TikTok. And the girl was like, have you ever choked your man while in the middle of the act? She was like, I 100% recommend 10 out of 10. And the video cuts to a dude. And this dude was like, if you do that to me, you have activated demon time. And I was like, <laughs> well... But no, but I'm saying though, as far as hitting a man on the ass, yeah, you probably gonna get body slammed, right? That that you unless you yeah, unless y'all are joking around, playing around or whatever. But I promise you, if you smack him like you like he smack your ass, you probably gonna get body slammed. <laughs> I mean, you just gotta smack and run because you know how some men are when it comes to touching their butt. Don't do it. You gotta smack and run, and baby, you bitch, you run. Quickly. You better run. <laughs> you better run for it. Run for it. Why do we always do this? <laughs> this is what Nicole be talking about. Oh, so yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Back to the book. They smash. He enjoys the smell. Why, why is the soon as I look at the screen, it's like I'm still coming. <laughs> I don't know, friend. So <laughs> She did. And we we're here for it. Because he was thick, he was wide, and he was deep. We love it. You singing Beyonce lyrics for it? No, that's what she said in the book. <laughs> so it's after this that we find out that Nora's been offered the job. Or excuse me, Nora offered True the job. And True was feeling a little mixed about She's it. Like, this might be a problem. Because Nora offered me the job and told me not to have sex with you. And he had to clear, he could, I, this man clears the air every time he says Nora, I mean, true. I'm going to get it right. He Please says, do. true, I only slept with two. That's it, true, I only slept with two. This person and this person, and neither one of them worked for me. And she was like, three. He was like, look, There's you don't two. work for me yet. You don't work, <laughs> one, you don't work for me. And two, you don't work for me yet. Two, it's a different situation. Yeah. Those women were looking for a come up. You, you already got your own shit. Mm-hmm. You don't need me. So. I need you. <laughs> Basically. The next chapter, we're, uh, we are on our way to New York. And 
we get to New York pretty successfully. We land. Nora was pissed, though. Nora was pissed, but she had to eat that. They go to the suites of their choosing. Well, not choosing, but they get inside their suites. Because everybody got their own hotel suite for the most part. Except yeah, for Nora. And he was, and he was upset Nora. with Nora because she didn't want to get a suite. She yeah. wanted a regular room. She yeah. don't need all of that. And he was like, spend my money. Go get some spa treatments. Whatever, whatever. This is vacation Which, for you. This gave me a little deceitfulness. Because I was like, does Nora have a thing for him? And we just don't know it? Because she stays away. Like, just ghost. And I'm like, what's wrong? It gave me a weird vibe in it for like a second. Because it was a one of those... second, I was like, yeah. Do she I, got a I thing get, for him? I get why you're saying that. But it was like, he was like, she's on vacation. She don't even have to be here. So she was showing her butt. Show her butt. So he was like, bring your ass to New York so you can be on vacation. Mm-hmm. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And even if you don't want to treat yourself like I'm treating everybody else, mm-hmm. spend my money. You deserve it. <laughs> take, take a break. So... They get to New York, and that first night, they, they was like, yeah, we're going to go nowhere. Oh, yeah, the first night, they don't go anywhere. We're going <laughs> to smash it. We're going to have some fun in the hotel room. They smash on the balcony of all places. Hey, I'm here for it. It was, it was quite the, the, it, the, the I, moment. I'm, I'm here for it. They, they back my ass, pull my hair. I'm holding on to the rails. Like, I get it. <laughs> And then after that successful, stu- they have a successful studio session with Jador. Mm-hmm. They end up going to a restaurant suggested by Jador. When the when the name comes to me, it'll come. But while they're there, they run into this dude named Bronx. And Bronx Harris is in a similar situation to our good old hero Cash, in that he's trying to win the affections of the woman that he's with. But that woman got a strong stiff arm on their friendship. She's like, no, you we're much, friends. You are too much of a hoe. You still ain't got your shit together. You still immature. You will still be looking at other bitches while I'm with you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, no, we're friends. And until you get that under wraps, we're just going to stay being friends. Good. Oh, we didn't discuss the whole situation with in the studio with the door about oh. that song. The song that Sienna did? No, 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 The one that him and Jador did together. Oh. And it was basically about truth. Here it is. So at the studio session, the lyrics to the song that Jador is singing. is singing are definitely written by him. And you can tell because it's true T-R-U, not T-R-U-E. Which and T-R-U, it's capitalized. Right. T-R-U is how you spell her name. And True called him on it. She's like, are those lyrics about me? And he was like, yeah. I love that he did not back down from that. I, it, it, was, it was one of those, I know what I want. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to be shy about it. Absolutely. I'm going to go after what I want. Whether you think it's a good thing right now or not. I know what's best for me. Absolutely. You are what's best for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm coming to get it. So, go ahead, prepare yourself, baby, because I'm coming. Absolutely. And then you're going to be coming. Yeah. They go to Blitz that night. And they're sitting on the floor. His head was in her lap. They were comfortable. But then Steele comes in and says, yo, Camden wants to talk to you. And they end up talking with Camden. Now, here's the funny part. I did, I kept trying to figure out where they were in terms of cities. This is the chapter that let me know for sure they were in Atlanta. Because I was like, what city are they from? 
Because it's, I don't recall it being mentioned anywhere else in the book until we get here. That they're in Atlanta. So, it confirmed. Because I was like, I think they're in Atlanta. But this is the confirmation that they're in Atlanta for me. <laughs> so, they get home and it's his mother who goes off on him. But she said, who is this woman? <laughs> Papa, who this woman? Well, because mama, if you, you know... Call me and I gotta make it woman in my cl- in my room. It's nothing, you know. And his mother like immediately identifies. Yo, he's smitten. She can tell. And she was like, "Look, you need to bring her to me so I can meet her exactly." And you know, like he was like, "Okay, ma, whatever." You know, like he he he's trying to slowly integrate his world, which I respect because you know I don't want to bring this woman into my life and. My baby get used to her and me and she, you know. Because that's, that is something that a good parent would think about. Absolutely. Don't have someone of the, the gender that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in and out of your child's life. Right. Which leads to him getting uh, checking his text messages and it says, in my bed alone. <laughs> to which he responds, I miss you too. And she naturally, keeping up with the cattiness, says, I ain't say I miss you. And well, she texts him. He called her. Yeah. Well, after that's right. She texts. He called. And after, of course, some some playful banter, and realizing that they're going to not see each other for a little while, that little while gets extended even further. The way that he tells her what she's doing. Yeah. She gonna do what I asked you to. Cause he eventually asked her if she's gonna go to the listening party, and she's like, "I told you I would think about it." He was like, "You can think all you want, as long as the answer is yes." Seems that's your favorite line. Because he apparently has an ego problem. Which she acknowledges and teases him about as well. A lot. Because she'll say it often in the book. There it goes again. It's like, what's that? Your ego. Absolutely. <laughs> and we open the next chapter with her missing him. Cue the Tamiya. Officially missing you. It's official. So much so that she ends up going to the club with her sister. And I was like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And it was a good thing until. Well, this is the thing. I appreciate the relationship between the siblings in these books. Yes. And it it had me thinking, like, I wish I was closer to my parents. Not my parents, but my siblings as I am. Mm -hmm. Like, we love each other. We know how to get in touch with each other, blah, 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 blah. But the hanging out like that on a regular, none of my siblings live in the city Mm -hmm. that I live in. And even if we did, I don't know if we would hang out like her and her sister would. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I appreciate the relationship that they had. Even if they're not right there in the same age range or they don't have the same lifestyle. Because apparently, True and Journey are on opposite sides. <laughs> like, they have things in common, but, but they are yeah. not the like. Yeah, that's very apparent. One has locks, one has natural, regular hair. And it was like, one is bubbly and color struck and, and the other one is not give, give me naturals and black please <laughs> yeah where she her sister likes to wear uh sunshine lollipops honey sunshine and, lollipops and, and rainbows and hippie pants she's like give me some jays and a pair of jeans mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah they agree to go to the club they have a good time they, her sister basically drags her her sister drags her but once they got there they, they were having a good time this guy sits next to her and I 
was like, here we go with the shit. <laughs> he was cool at first, and then Drew walks up on her. No, see, this is this is why I say that because they were having a great time. Sis is all over social media, and I'm like, uh oh, here we go. Sister got her on social media. We yep. just, I know this nigga finna finna catch this. Watch. But while they're there, she sees Drew come in with the re- the, the the straw that broke the camel's back of their yes. relationship. Her ex-best friend walks in with him. Yeah. And they all hugged up, lovey-dovey, blah, 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 blah. Until and he recognizes her. And then all of a sudden, you want to put on a performance. You see like a dude, you, love see, her. you see somebody else sitting next to her, and you automatically, your mama and get out my girl face. Nigga, I ain't your girl. Mm-hmm. And the dude curves drove. And after the dude curves drove, she curves drove, and they leave. It, um, it, it was one of those things where... The man was like, you know what? I ain't got time for this. Yeah. <laughs> so And she, her and her sister slap go off on him. Because like, why are you out in my face when your bitch is over there? Absolutely. The main reason why I'm not with you anymore is right there with you. Agreed. Leave me alone. And he's still, we not doing it. We not over. We Fuck not over. You. Fuck you. And she, they go home. And who's at her door? Still. still. He was like, my man won't speak to you. Still was like, my man wants to speak to you. And Cassius is like, go pack your stuff. You're coming. To You're coming to Miami with me. Now. Because he's on vacation with Ava and Mama. Because he ain't had his baby in a minute. You he wanted to spend some quality time without any shenanigans. So he flies them to Miami where he has his own beach house. Right. Because he got it like that. Billion dollar cash. So they go to Miami. And <laughs> Cassius is pissed. He left to go pick up in the airport. To go pick up at, from the airport. They get in the car. And naturally, of course, True is tired. True is True is big tired. And he let her sleep and went to go play with Ava. Now, Ava is the Don Diva. <laughs> Daddy, I want to swim. Daddy, I want to go to the beach. Daddy, will you come on? <laughs> come on, Daddy. Like. She is the boss. And it was one of them. She could come with you, <laughs> but come here. She is the boss. And ain't nothing you can do about it. But okay, mm-hmm. I'm coming. But yeah, it was It was one of those things where True was like, am I ready for this? Like, your child is there. Mm-hmm. And bring your ass. Agreed. And so she packed her shit. And it was what, was what got me was the fact that right as they were getting ready to leave to go to the airport, Dro walks up. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, who the fuck is this? And still was like, who are you? <laughs> yeah. And he would, and like, like I said, I'm, a, I'm her man. No, I'm finna go take her to the airport to be with her man. Absolutely. Dro lost his shit. Yeah. But he wasn't finna try it with still. No, he wasn't. Nigga, you would have been in the dirt. Absolutely. And so True finds herself once she finally wakes up while down in Miami. She's like, trying to figure out how this whole thing got to be what it was. She's like, how did you know where I was? And she finds out he follows her sister because True doesn't have any social media. She does. She, she just don't she post. She doesn't post. So he's like, and how else was I going to know what my girl was doing? Right. And so they had made a joke like maybe a couple pages back, a couple chapters back, not even chapters, where he said something along the lines of boyfriend. And or like you're my boyfriend or I'm your boyfriend, and so it comes up again here. And he was like, I was keeping track, I was keeping up with my girlfriend, and she's like, huh? 
like, how else am I supposed to keep up with my girlfriend? Yeah. Because you don't post. Absolutely. So they get into this this little tete-a-tete, this little tip about the fact that she... She had another dude in her face. Yeah. And I don't I don't get down like that. Yeah. Keep these niggas out your face. Yeah. <laughs> if I got to show that you don't need to have these niggas in your face, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm not sure if I should be happy or annoyed. But this is also the moment she meets his mother. Because mama was sparing. And her mother, his mother's name is Dina Avery. And I miss Avery ain't play no games. She went off. She went off a little bit. She she wants to know who are you? What is your mm-hmm. your intentions with my son? Because <laughs> yep. she knows her son got money. So don't be some little ho- gold digging hoe trying to be with my man. Who, who but, are you and where do you want? I have beef with her. Because who are you to clear somebody when we know what you're doing? That part. Who are you to clear somebody? Like, I get you trying to protect your son from some gold digger, but baby, look what you're doing. You're still, years later, I don't care about this man being the love of your life. You're, the God is not going to give you somebody else's husband. Say it with your whole chest. I did. So, after spending time in, in Miss Dina's presence, they walk out the door, and True is introduced to Miss Ava. A little more intimately, and they they because they agree to cook dinner together. And Ava says, "Daddy, come swim with me," and she hops in the deep end of the pool. So we know Ava's old enough to drop jump into the deep end. <laughs> we know that much. And Cash, of course, is trying to get her to go out into the deep end too, but she can't swim. So <laughs> she sits in the shallow end. And she swims her, her little feet in. And, and it's and, like, you know, I'm, I'm going to stay right here. Sits on the stairs, enjoys her time on the stairs. It was the way he found out that she can't swim. <laughs> He's like, are you serious? She said, everybody can't swim. And he looked at her like, what's wrong with you? Because I'm like, I, I completely understand that because like my pastor can't swim, right? But we go to the beach to do baptisms. So I'm like, so we have to have other uh, ministers in the water with them just in case. Yeah, we don't need our pastor around because he can't swim. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> he actually has it like his son would be out there with him because mm-hmm. his son can swim. He's like, I made sure that my kids can swim because I can't. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. But you know, everybody can't swim. I learned how to swim at the Y when I was in elementary school, but my mama can't swim. My mom just took swimming classes. My mother actually does aqua aerobics, but she can't swim. <laughs> so it's like. She has to stay in the shallow end of the pool mm-hmm. to do her exercises because she's like, because I'm nope. So the next chapter, needless to say, after a successful dinner and some sweet conversation between her and Cassius, because Ava gets put to bed by Miss Dina, Cash and True find themselves deep in each other, <laughs> way deep, deep as the ocean. Mm-hmm. Well, in her ocean, anyway. They, they're good with that, though. They, 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 they're pros with that by now. Absolutely. And it's after they return from Florida that the listening party happens. And Cassius is pissed because this, this interviewer, Kyle, is trying to hit at something, hint at something that Cassius does not want to speak on. He tries very hard to insinuate that Sienna and Cassius had been together. And Cassius picks up on it and is not 
with it. It was one of those things where he could tell that Sienna fed him these questions to ask Cash. And he, she, she knew that he wasn't going to embarrass her in front of all those people. Mm-hmm. So she, since you want to play like nothing, and I, I, I've never understood why she did it because I'm like, you're the one that wanted the secrecy. Yeah. So why are you trying to put it all out there now? No telling. No telling. I, I didn't get it because it's like you're trying to put all of those secrets that ended your relationship out there. But I think on a level for me, it's kind of like the the I hate to use this example. But it's kind of like the beehive, right? Once once Beyonce touches it, it's gold. And if it's not gold, it's hers. And nobody else can do it but her. If that makes sense. Oh, they just doing that because Beyonce did that. Oh, they just doing that because... You get what I'm saying? Like, um, Beyonce released uh, Already. And then Sierra came out with Rudy. And everybody was like, We already got an Afro Beats album for Beyonce. We don't need you, Sierra. What about the people that don't think about the beehive like that? What is the pe- what about the people who are not a part of the hive? They don't want music too? Not at all? And don't get it twisted. But, but you know, there are people who, if you're not in the beehive, you don't know music. Anyway. And shoot, we, we, we don't, I don't know. We, but that's still, I still don't get it though. I don't either. Like, I'm talking about what Sierra what did. Like, no, but I, that's what I'm saying. I think she was trying to make it so that nobody would touch him. Because that's Sienna's man. But, Even though she got a whole fiancé. That was at the, the, the listening party. Like, or, at least, or at least every other woman would look like she trying to get what Sienna already had. Sienna wouldn't be the bad guy of their relationship. If anything ever got out. And he talks about in the book how he could really blast her. Yeah, because she had all of these demons that nobody knew about. It was kind of like how how our, our favorite nemesis uh, from Connecticut Kings, or the LBU, brother. Which nemesis? Brielle. Oh. <laughs> she has all of these demons that she's having to battle. And I'm like, bitch, that don't absolve you. It don't. <laughs> She do got quite a few demons too. Ooh, Jesus. So it's like she she has all these demons that she knows he can blast her on. But you keep testing him. Mm-hmm. Because you think, oh, he's never gonna do this. You push him hard enough and he will, because especially if it comes to, if it comes to hurting his child, yeah. He don't give a fuck about hurting you. So tread lightly, honey. Agree. Tread very lightly. And she she was on that thin line. She she was about to break it. It's a thin line. She she was about to break that line. Between and it was like what really got when the when it really blasted out for everything was this thing. Because after that situation, he walked away and he went over to where True was because he did take her to the listening party. He don't care about Sienna being upset about it. And she was dressed to the nines, back all the way out, hair laid. Yes, we see. The photo with Lana is when we finally see True be put out there. And, you know, they True, you know, get her name and all that wonderful information. They, this is the first time he's going to be out there. And then London shows up. And it was like, they're having a good time, whatever, whatever. And while they're having a good time, a voice he did not want to hear popped up behind him. Mm. And I was like, oh, Lord, here we go. London on regularly behind. So then London shops up, pose up. And, and just raggedy nigga. London is the one 
that Sienna cheated on Cash, Cash with. He's also in the industry, but he's in another capacity because he could not cut it as a producer like he wanted. Mm-mm. And so he has contention with Cash because he's not as good as him. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And so when he finds out that Sienna cheated, cheats with this man, they get into a big tussle where he broke his jaw. Cash was like, try somebody else, nigga, not me. Yeah. And they almost get into it again at the party. But it but then this also is where it comes out that London is not only the one that she cheated with, that is also his brother. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. And so once all of that happens at the party and we get it, like, they were able to get him out before he physically hurt London. Because again. people were paying attention. Because people were paying big attention. So all of that breaks out. And they get him out, and that's when he tells her that that's my brother. And she was like, wait, because she didn't know about his father, yeah. or that his father was, you know, who he was, because he's famous, or that he was married with other children, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And he was like, "You." she didn't know he had siblings. At all. She so she was like, brother, I didn't know you had a brother, I also have a sister. And so that's when he explains to who his father is and why nobody knows. His mother mm-hmm. has been in a 30-something year relationship with this dude, and he's still supposedly happily married. Mm-hmm. But he's still creeping around with mama up till today. Because clearly we saw he was in New York with her and Ava. But it was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and she brings up, isn't that the same thing that you're doing? Right. So, like, there, all of this is kind of like uncovering while they're at her apartment. Because the photo comes out and, and she took some hits from the crowd. Your door called and you know was like I like you know I like y'all together y'all gonna keep it up, but before all of that comes out, Drunk shows up at her apartment, knocks on her door, and she has a concierge at her complex, so she ain't living somewhere cheap where people just can get up yeah. to the floor. You because like when he first showed up, he was she like, had hey, to come down and buzz. He was in. like, hey, come buzz me in. Like she had, she literally went downstairs to go get him because. I'm not going to let you be able to just come up to my house. Absolutely. And sure enough, after he comes up there, Cash gets involved. And Cash, I I just knew Cash was going to crack his jaw. This was why she was trying to figure out how Seal got to her apartment when her husband came back from the club. Like, nigga, how you get up here? Yeah. (laughs) How you know hell up there? Yeah. But Cash, I I just knew. I was like, Cash got got that pent up tension from, from the party. He gonna crack that man's jaw. And he didn't. I was impressed. I, he, it was a tussle cause he tried to get that gun. Oh yeah. And he was like, if you gonna, if you gonna shoot me, you better, you better not miss. Yeah. <laughs> if you gonna shoot me, you better not he miss. He does crack that man's jaw. He did. He did. If you gonna pull a gun out on me, you better use that shit. Yep. And, and that was crazy because Dro walks away. Cause he was scared. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like my work, my life ain't worth this bullshit shit. What I'm gonna fight over a girl that don't even want me the most. Nigga, you been doing that this whole time? The whole book. Pulling up when you, anyway. And it's, it's this moment where Cash, she was expecting Cash to explode. She really was. And the fact that he didn't, that was some gracious space right there. <laughs> Cause it would have been me. I know them. Not. <laughs> it would have been me. I would have needed a few days away from you. Because I would have had to regulate my my feelings about that moment. Like, this woman showed up at your house, was able to get all the way up here to these stairs. 
and you open the door. Well, and it's not about the opening the door because I would probably open the door too, but it's the fact that this person is here like it, that. It was one of those things where if I don't let him in, he's going to cause a scene and then my man going to wake up. He was already up. Mm-mm. Cash was laying in bed. Oh, yeah. She thought he was asleep. And so she slips out to go speak to him. But she knew if she did not go out there, he was going to bang on the door. Yeah. And that was going to wake Cash up. And it was going to be a whole ordeal. Yeah. And it ended up being an ordeal anyway. Because, nigga, you don't leave when I tell you to leave. Mm-hmm. And that's why I highlighted that part. We was like, you pull that trigger, you better fucking drop me. I was like, yes, daddy. Yes. Huh. <laughs> 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 okay. And after that moment, that just us true, they going to meet her mama. <laughs> and her mother is so smitten kitten with cashes. She love, who? Oh, she love her some cash. Draw who? Love her. <laughs> she feed, she feed, and she, his mama is feeding. Her mama is feeding him and still. Still ate three plates of regular food. So he taking his dessert to go. Cash is eating dessert in the kitchen with her mama. And, she just, and she's just ah, ah, ah. And, and she tells him not Miss Bissett, Casey is it Casey? Cheryl it's Cheryl, not Miss Bissett Cheryl, you know we down in Atlanta so she probably told him Cheryl, not Cheryl Cheryl <laughs> and I mean Cheryl is eating it up okay? Eating it all the way up Miss Cheryl is eating it up and so after leaving his her his mother's her mother's house, they get into a conversation about her. I, I highlighted the part before they left Mama's house. Oh. And Mama gave him her phone number <laughs> for emergencies, and she's like, "Mama," and she was like, "He's like, it's not a big deal." And she's like, "Remember, you said that when she's blowing you up ten times a day, asking if I'm ovulating and what your your sperm count is." <laughs> yes. I like mama is doing way too much, <laughs> way too much. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I appreciate the fact that she got over the road. She did real quick. So they also have a conversation. Um, at the end of this chapter, this is chapter twenty one, and they're talking about the awards that he's nominated for, and they asked her to speak, and she's like, I don't know. She kind of gets the coy mouse, and she says aren't these the kind of things that are reserved for a wife? And I was like, true, you don't know how close you are to being in it. Because he, he was not shy about saying, yeah, that's three months away. Nigga, what? Yeah. And, and, they, <laughs> and you could tell, like, both of them, they talk about it throughout the book, that they fell fast. They had to be, like, two months in and both were like, I love you. Because she, it, it was, she, no, I'm thinking of another book where she came saying it. <laughs> <laughs> But still, though, practically the same thing. It's it's one of those things where I know what the fuck I want and I ain't got to wait for it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to wait for something that I already know is mine. Yeah. And so and since he's used to getting what the fuck he wants, mm-hmm. and she don't know how to say no. <laughs> well, she knows how to, but her body don't know how to. <laughs> right. So we open chapter 22 with the exposure of Cash's mom. The world finds out that Cash's mom was a homewrecker. Was a homewrecker. And naturally, of course, they are talking trash about his mother. 
and he offers her a place of solace. Um, Mama was like, I don't fucking care what these people say about me. It hurts, yes, but it don't change nothing. Yes, I was a homewrecker. Yes, I did this, that, and third. And what's crazy is that she does not, she said, she's like, it's what I did. She is what Sade would call a soldier for love. Because that that's a capacity that I just don't have. I just feel like when you love someone, it is your job to protect them. If that man really loved her, he would have did the right thing. Divorce that woman, marry her. Yeah. It is what it is. Because you can't say, oh, I'm staying for the child, the children, because nigga, you got a child over here too. Yeah, and he needed you just as much. And the fact that you can have, like, I mean, the only thing I can commend him about is he was actually in his son's life. Whether his son liked him or not, he was mm-hmm. still there. But, nigga, if you gonna still be sleeping with this woman, leave the woman that you don't love and get with the one you want. Yeah. Either way, you will have your children. Mm-hmm. Because as a person of who you are in the capacity that you are in the, the career that you're in, you can still be around your children. You absolutely can. You wait till they're good and damn grown with their own lives, with their own children, so after this point, like at, it comes out and someone's at the door and we find out that that person is his father and <laughs> he kind of, he, he lets his father have it, but not as bad as I thought he would. The thing that kind of, he, I think he really understood on a level, like you were trying to cover stuff up and he, his dad tried to explain and go into a long tirade and he was like, I don't care. I don't want to hear that shit. Because I, if you love her, like you say you do. You wouldn't love her out here raising a child by herself in secrecy. Mm-hmm. I don't care whether you were there or not. That doesn't matter. The capacity that you were in were not the one you should have been in because you see, you secretly doing it. I shouldn't yeah. have to hide who the hell my daddy is. Right. And then here's the ki- here's the icing on the cake. It's not London who put out the secret. <laughs> yeah, we find out it's his girlfriend. And after that conversation and that piece of information is revealed. His father was like, can I see your mother? And he's like, she's out by the lake, which means they're at the Atlanta house. Mm -hmm. So he, you know, goes out there and it's not long after that, Sienna shows up at the house and he goes in on her. And see, she brought her back up with her. She did. He immediately went to the car. Because what's he not going to do? He's not going to show up. Because he was like, lo your fucking yeah, cause she wanted to get loud with him in his house. N- no. no, bitch, no. <laughs> and after all the the fussing and carrying on, it comes out that he actually got a DNA test on Ava to make sure. And because he knew that London was his brother, he said, "She's like, how did you how did you get proof? Because your brothers, it could have proven that either one of you were her father. Y'all got the same DNA. That's not hundred percent true. One, cause the mitochondria is different." Science lesson for the folks who listen to spoiler alert. You carry your mother's mitochondria. So when they test that test, they look for the mitochondria, amongst other things. That and then what I was trying to figure out is, bitch, why are you upset that he didn't tell you mm-hmm. that was his, his brother? She was big mad, but like, you, you, but she's mad about the wrong thing, and he said it. Her her mother did a number on her. And she tried to do the same number on him, and he wasn't for her. No. Because I'm like, you have no right to be upset with me for not telling you who my siblings are when I can't tell nobody. 
bitch, you shouldn't open your legs for nobody. You should have just left me alone and did what you did. Mm-hmm. Because neither Cash nor London knew that they were brothers until after you fucked him. Mm-hmm. So, because you cheated on me, that is how my brother found out that I was. That's how I found out that was my brother, because you. So don't get mad at me because I don't tell you. Bitch, it's your fault that we even found out. <laughs> yeah. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Done deal. Shut, cut her down real quick. Shut the fuck up and get out of my house. If it ain't about our child, yeah, leave. And, and she went there. She was like, really, Cash? That's where we are? I'm the mother of your only child. I don't you beg me to keep. And he was like, we've been here for a long time. The deed is done. I'm not sure what you want. And she's, you know, she left. And he, you know, he was like, as far as Ava, you know, spend time with her when you want to. I'm not going to deny you your child. I'm not going to your child, but you're not going to act like she's a pawn either. And after all of that, he went upstairs and baby, he slammed into her. Yeah. True got all of his angst, all his tension, all of his anger with no condom on. (laughs) (laughs) He shot up the club with that one. And it was like. That's when he said, fuck, I love you. Uh, see, I knew it was when they were smashing. <laughs> it was like he realized out of all the shit that I've been through, you are the only thing You're that's the giving me, that's giving me peace. Yeah, because the fact that he was okay with smashing her with no condom on after all the bullshit he just went through with his baby mama. <laughs> you would think he'd be strapping up all the time. But she said, she said it at the end, she's like, I knew you needed it. No, I'm talking about as far as no, no condom. Yeah. It was like, with all the bullshit that he just went through with his baby mama, you would think he would strap up two, three times. But he knew where home was. So he wasn't stressed about it. Not at all. And I bet that's how she got. Anyway. Yeah, chapter 23 opens with all of them in Florida. <laughs> his mom and dad, her mom, her sister, still, Sophie and Janor, and little Ava Baba. During the Sienna's wedding. <laughs> yeah, it was the weekend of Sienna's wedding. He didn't want any attention on them. Nothing. And they had, they have a ball. They oh, really yeah. have a ball. That's what you call family. They had a ball. And the next morning she wakes up. And her sister's like, get up. Her get sister, up. Her sister's get like, up. Sla- did her sister slap on the booty? <laughs> yeah. Her sister's like, <laughs> get your ass up. <laughs> we got shit to do. Yeah. And she was like, you know. And off, right off the bat, because her sister was trying to wake her up and he wasn't in bed with her, she, like, she automatically knows. He said it was rose. And she was like, no. That's no. special breakfast or something like that. Get your mom up and let her go. Oh, and the, and the dress you need to wear is in, in the bathroom. Nigga, uh-huh. Okay, let's go. She gets dressed, gets downstairs. <laughs> you lied to me. You lied to me. <laughs> Ava steals the show. God doggone Ava steals the show. Because she says, I gotta ask you a secret. First of all, ma'am, <laughs> you can't ask a secret out loud like this. <laughs> just, she doesn't even ask. She says, My daddy said he wants to marry you. Because <laughs> she was like, Daddy, now? <laughs> She's like, For me? <laughs> we missed the part where he asked her, Was, was she saying, I love you, or was it just a dick? <laughs> Girl, say that for your favorite scene, because you know that what wasn't it is. my. No, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. It's not. Anyway, and then he says, "Now we get married." What? Right now? Yes. I pull some strings. And, and they, you're getting married right now. 
They have a beautiful ceremony. Just them. Just them. Just, just the just, family. Just the immediate family. And the media went crazy because, of course, he gets married when Sienna gets married. The same weekend. And Sienna was pissed. Blew up his phone. Non-stop. Non-stop. Nothing. All the, all the drama, blah, blah, blah. And see, what was interesting to me is they still don't know your damn phone. Right. And you then, did all of that shit, but nobody knows Ava your file. Because she tried to have Ava at the wedding and she didn't. And that she was got, her way of trying to do it and yeah. she didn't get her king away. So here's the kicker. Sienna comes to the house again. Unannounced, uninvited, uninvited, with her husband. No, actually, no, 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 no. no this no, was no. an invitation. It was, yeah, because I had to think about it. Because so he sat they, there and had a conversation with you so before they, they came. They sit down, and Sienna goes off. And she said, have a baby of your own. Baby went true. And true mm. said, true went off. True said, you don't like me. I get it. I have what you took for granted and threw away. You cheated on him and neglected his heart. A heart that I plan on protecting with everything that I am. He's mine. My husband. You're insecure behind a man who has moved on. You have a whole husband of your own over there. I don't want to take Ava from you, Sienna. I would never do that. I only want to expand the circle of people who will love her. You don't have to accept that. But you will respect it and you will respect me. And as for having my own baby... I'm going to do that, too, in about eight months. So I guess you might as well wrap your mind around the idea because Ava's going to have a brother or sister. And she walked out. This is the thing. I didn't highlight the part where she wanted to cuss Cash out about her not liking him being with True. Mm -hmm. But it was the fact that this bitch was like, who the fuck is she? She's nothing, just a bad hair day and cheap clothes. Bitch. And, like, what's crazy is, like, after she said all of that, she didn't focus on anything. After He didn't focus on nothing Sienna said. Because he, like, hey. he was, like, she pregnant. Oh, snap. I'm having another I'm baby. I'm having a baby. Snap. So, he goes, he wraps up that foolishness with Sienna quickly. You can come see her next week. Bye. He well, runs to no, the room. No. What, what, what was interesting to me was the fact that Dresden, the husband, Sienna's husband, he tried to extend the olive branch or whatever by saying, you know, appreciate you letting us be here, blah, blah, blah. He was like, just don't fuck over my child. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, damn, he trying to be, you know, cordial about the shit. And he... <laughs> no, because he's, he's not for her being a pawn. For I, I get that. But I'm saying, this man, even if it is a pawn, he didn't have to say that. He could have just walked on that one. Mm-hmm. But he was like, you know, trying to reach out. That's what only. That's the only thing that made me think. Well, maybe he's really into this, and she ain't. And so he chases after Truth to confirm that. And and this is when it comes out to him that she's been through some trauma concerning babies and the whole miscarriage thing with Tro. Yeah. Then after all of that, he finally sits down and meets his sister. The sister who he met and enjoyed. He's trying to build a relationship with. They working it out. So he's embracing a little bit the family. I love the epilogue though. The epilogue is crazy because there's a lot of resolution that happens very quickly. One, Cash, first of all, he does the documentary. Secondly, his father is in the documentary. At this point in the epilogue, True is like six-ish months pregnant. She's showing at this point. We know that. We know that they're having a boy, so she got to be at least five, six months. 
the family is there when they watch the documentary from beginning to end. Journey is still early. <laughs> She's also extremely pissed because he didn't win producer of the year. <laughs> so, because she was she was saying, if you don't win, I need to go fight somebody. Yeah, and she did. She wanted to be Nucky Key Book. But and he was like, it's not an important thing. Just calm it's down. It's not. He's like, but what was funny to me in that part was when the whole time still, because when they first introduced Steel and Journey around each other, it was kind of like the, it wasn't enemies to lovers situation no, with them it, it either. Was, it was one of them, who is that? It's a fluke because he sees her on FaceTime. He's like, who is that? And who she, are you? You know, they, they, who is that? Who is that? And it kind of goes from there. So, and then when they meet each other in person, it was like, can I have your sister phone number? Nigga, no! You yeah, home! They, they try to, like, have each other, but they... <laughs> it doesn't work Because when they went to Miami as a family, mm-hmm. they went off to the beach together. She was trying to go by herself, and he was like, no, I'm coming with you. You could tell something has happened between them. We just don't know how much. But they both say that they never had sex. Yeah, because she said, story. we never had sex because he don't know how to keep his penis to himself. Which... Yeah. True. <laughs> Every time you looked up, still was with another woman. I was he, like, oh, I was wow. in his phone, he, 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 he with somebody. Even when they was watching the documentary, right? He in his phone, kiki he, he, he in. So that is how Forever True ends, and I loved it. I really did love it. I, I thought the explosion with drove was gonna be a little bit more. That was the piece where I was kind of like, we don't get no like crazy moment. We ain't gonna get no like crazy last stand. I mean, yeah, we got that nice little punch, but yeah, I, I wanted a more. Uh, I wanted. I want him to snatch the gun and clock him with it, but you know something. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, and then I also needed to know, you know, does Sienna ever reveal that Ava is his is her I, child? Like, it I was certain think, questions that I had that I was like, yeah, because she kept dropping hints like she was going to actually put it on blast, and she could say that without. She could, but. Since she wants to have the spotlight so well. Yeah. All right, friend, it's time for us to talk about our favorite sneeze. Hmm. I think my favorite scene is when he meets his sister. Because it is it is a genuine 180 from the moment that he we we discover that London is his brother. <laughs> because she the, the sister is so genuine. And, and clean and pure in her intent. She just wants to know him. Yeah. And she was apprehensive about it because she was like, I was upset at first, but you know, it's not your fault that our daddy did some fuck shit. So I can't take that out on you. Right. Like London did. But, but you also see there that she don't really like her brother. <laughs> Correct. She's not a big fan of London either. She's definitely not. So I was like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> So there's a lot to be said about London. What's your favorite scene, Bri? My favorite scene, I ain't gonna lie, is the very beginning of the book of when they're at the studio when they first meet. Because Sis was not playing with the radio. <laughs> she never played the radio with But him. I'm saying, though, it was right off the bat. You didn't have to build up to it, no nothing. It was straight off the bat. Nigga, I don't care about how you feel. You're not gonna talk to me any kind of way. Absolutely. And I love it. Because that's what made him fall in love with her. Absolutely. Like, off rip. From the beginning, he was like, hmm, I'm a get her. <laughs> Chase this one down. And, and I, I loved it, because I promise you, when she went off on him, especially after she went and had her little smoke break, mm-hmm. and he was like, do you think that's a good idea? She's like, it's an amazing idea. I was like, yes. 
ma'am, get him all the way together because he need it. That was my favorite scene. Well, it's time, friend. Okay. It's time for the book thing for payday. Because we treat them like paychecks around here. Cha-ching! Hallelujah. And we have two candidates this go around. <laughs> Steel. Uh-huh. And cash. Uh-huh. Who you pick a friend? <sighs> it wasn't that difficult for me. Steel gonna pick cash. Simply because Steel is a hoe. <laughs> Yeah, he big and he could protect me, but hell, so can Cash. <laughs> if Steel was not a big hole like he was and made a joke about it, then maybe, just maybe, I would have been like, hmm. But Cash was like, I know what I want. I'm going after it. You can deny it all you want to, but I'm going to show you where you saying no and I'm, you're supposed to say yes. This might be a sign that I have poor taste sometimes because I'm rocking with Steel. <laughs> And I'm gonna tell you why. I like his personality outside of the hoisms. Like, I'm with you. If he wasn't a hoe, he got whole tendencies. Well, ain't no tendencies. He's straight up hoe, and he know it. And it, I was trying to use the ludicrous verse. He got whole tendencies. Hoes is his friends. Hoes is his enemies. That thing. <laughs> but I, I think there's something to be said. Like, the only thing I got with with Steel is his preference in women. He like them manipulative and, and dumb. He does like him dumb. But I think Journey will be the one to do for Turn him. Around. Journey will do for him what True did for Cash. Turn it around. Because it's clear that Cash was used to being a hoe too. Yeah. So especially after what happened with Fiona. I, I would. I'm not gonna lie. Like after what she did to him I probably would too. I would definitely be a hoe after that foolishness with Fiona. So, final thoughts? I'm interested to see because, like, I'm upset because the end of the book says that Steel and Journey were talking to her, but we still ain't got that book yet. And if we have, I can't find it. So, where's that, sis? Because <laughs> I'm curious. Mm-hmm. I- I'm curious. Yes. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, Like I said, the whole situation with what the fuck is up with these people and, and the fact that in both of them, the person that cheated, cheated in their house. Not at their own, at theirs. Nigga, you would have been drugged all over my damn house. You cheating on me in my spot? Hell no. For instance, with Truth and that nigga, you cheated on me with my best friend in my house. Both of y'all would have been on a, we would have been in a crime scene. Now, the whole thing with Sienna, them cheating in his house, he did get his lick back because he broke his jaw. But, yeah, with True, she was a lot better than me because <laughs> it would have been a crime scene. Mm-hmm. That was part of the reason why I was like, uh-uh. That, uh, nope. And then, the fact that she ain't dog walk that bitch. Like, you felt like she should? She should have. Mm-hmm. She deserved to. Well, Especially since they was in her fucking house. Okay. <laughs> you done, friend? Okay. I'm done. All right. <laughs> Tracy. <laughs> we here at Spoiler Alert are definitely looking for the sequel with Cash and Journey. Steel. Steel and Journey, sorry. 
stealing journey. We know Cash and, and True show up once in a while. Yeah, with that baby. Mm-hmm. Baby boy. But we said all that to say I, I thoroughly enjoyed this. Thank you for autographing my book at Indie Love last year. Um, <laughs> say what you want to say, but she is such a sweet spirit. It was it was so nice meeting you. If you get to this before, <laughs> I, we know you're not a social media person. I caught your post earlier this week, but I I just, I am so glad I got a chance to read this. And we got a chance to talk about it on the show. And we look forward to doing more books with you, Casey Mills, mm-hmm. and others. And with that, there's only one thing left to say, friend. Casey Mills, your book has been spoiled. It's not that easy being blue, but having blue is certainly a lot of fun. Join us on the next episode of Spoiler Alert as we discuss M. Monique's Blue. Twitter at SpoilerAlert88. Until next time, bye.